Welcome back to Conversations with the Royal Empress. This is season two, and this is our season finale. This is Dr. Hakima Muhammad, and joining me is my co-host and my sister, Akila. Y'all know who she is, but better yet, we brought back some amazing women. You know who they are. Our sisters, Katnu, Andrea, and y'all. Y'all say hi to everybody. Hey, hey. everybody, everyone. <laughs> Today's topic is Black Womanhood 2021 and Beyond. That's powerful. Let that resonate for our listeners for a minute. Black Womanhood 2021 and Beyond. Powerful. One of the things we need to address, though, we definitely need to address is what does that mean to us? Definitely. Um, this is Andrea, and I felt that very very strongly just um with everything going on whether it's um um people being locked in or whatever it's just become very clear that when all of this shifts and lifts and we figure out what is um what is and what what things are going to become we're not supposed to enter it into it enter into it the same way that we found ourselves we're not supposed to go into 2021 the same way we walked into 2020 so some of these shifts and closing down of things and changing of these and that and the other, I believe is to give us an opportunity to shift and change ourselves, those who know they're called to do some things in this earth. Um, yeah, like I, to piggyback off of what uh, Andrea said is that, you know, I've heard people talk about getting back to normal and how we were living prior to this pandemic wasn't normal. So um, it's time now for us um, as Black women to not only redefine what it is that what our Black womanness looks like for ourselves, but also to reintroduce um, that concept to the world so that there is no um, continued misunderstanding and misalignment with that. And um, so going forward, we have to know what that looks like for ourselves um, and define that for ourselves and then put it into practice going forward. 
also thank you so she said she said it wasn't i love that what we were living was not normal i love that <laughs> mm. Mm. wait a minute i'm gonna i mean my inner jada that part <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's. I, I really want to uh, talk about the elephant in the room. Um, no, seriously. I was trying to set a stage, but go ahead, sis. Go ahead. Yeah, let's let's let's. <laughs> you said you let's know, go right to it, huh? Yeah, the 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 elephant in the room. Um, we have to address this. We have the first woman to hold the second highest position in this country, and it's a black woman. And if we're talking about what defining black womanhood and what what we have to look forward to, it's like this has happened. Now, what does this mean? Watching the news <laughs> last night, and um, I can't remember. Uh, it was MSNBC, anyway. And this was a, 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 I forgot the sister's name, but she's one of the hosts of the show. And uh, she was stating that this means it's so different now, because when that little girl thinks in her mind what she can be, the ceiling that she once has has been broken. Now, in her mind, I can be whatever I want to be. So for us as black women, the, the, the chains is off. The chains that, the mental chains that we had is off. Hell, the physical chains that we had that was limiting us in this society is off. It's almost like in the scripture, just Joseph rising to be king in a nation that he was, uh, he was sold into. So, I mean, it's, it's scripture for me. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know. I always have mixed feelings. I try not to get emotionally attached to stuff but I was looking at the acceptance speech and I was like babe and she was like black women are the backbone or whatever and I'm sitting there like because I'm always looking for like okay this is one side of it like what else is going to happen and I'm just listening she's like black women black women and um I want I'm, I'm in one part of me saying I know we've been saying that for a long time you know black women black women <laughs> you know that's we, we've been saying it but then there's a part of me that's always like, okay, when you start acknowledging us, then what does that mean? And mm. um, I don't know what that means, but always in my heart, it's when people start acknowledging and calling on you, I just start looking and say, wait a minute, what, mm. what does this mean? And I don't know if that makes any sense, but I, I, I don't know when, when, when you get neglected so long, when you get something so long and it's like, I say, so you see us now now what does that mean mm. what mm. does it mean mm. and that almost sounds to me something and, and help me out here andrea but are you saying that does that mean now that you feel like everything is okay for us right like it, it, uh, because you know, because yeah yeah you know so so all of a sudden all of black women's problems are solved because <laughs> we have this person <laughs> in this particular position. And so it's like, okay, yeah, it, it's proof that we can break through glass ceilings, but we've been breaking through glass ceilings for the last 400 years, quite frankly. Exactly. So, yeah. you know, so what, and that's why I said, so what, what does it mean now? Yeah, I think what in terms of, of, of young girls, it's absolutely a beautiful role model. But for those of us who are already adults, Ooh. And been dealing with what we've been dealing with in this society. This does not mean we get to sit back. Oh, the work is over. Because guess what? Look at what she had to deal with, even running, where she had to stop and say, "Excuse me, I'm speaking." Mm. Yeah. 
Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, so we're not, there's no, we don't get a cookie and we don't oh. get to sit back and relax and say all of a sudden all is well in black womanhood. But that's, I mean, that just seems like what I was hearing you say. <laughs> That's, that's kind of where it is. It's, it's like, you know, sometimes we get pacified very easily because it's like, say, oh, they said my name. It's, it's like the person that's been abused for so long. And so then the standard for being treated well is so low. The bar is so low that we want it forever for people to acknowledge that we're the backbone, that we're the whatever, and we're amazing. And so we get that recognition. And now it's like, they said my name. They said well, my name. Is, is that it? No. <laughs> it's not. It is not. Because the thing about it is, for me, this is Kenny, and, um, you know, the growing educational um, and cultural influence of Black women has always been the standard bearer, the standard breaker. You know what I'm saying? But we've never really been protected. You know what I'm saying? And so even though they're saying our names, we still haven't been protected, you know what I'm saying? And so now it brings forward to the forefront, like, okay, we've always been here. Like I posted a post, like, y'all welcome. Black women been saving the day for centuries. <laughs> so y'all still welcome, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, now are y'all going to protect us? Because y'all already know what we are capable of. Y'all already are uh, benefiting from the innate black girl magic. It just ain't something that we have to conjure. This is who we are. This is what Ooh. we embody. You know what I'm saying? So so now are y'all going to finally protect us so that we can stand in that and not have to worry about being re-traumatized, dealing with microaggression, dealing with, you know, all of these things that we have been um antagonized by you know what i'm saying but still pulling through and carrying everybody on our shoulders to the point of our demise you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so kamala isn't exempt she has a little more privilege you know what i'm saying because she comes from um two parents who come from very intellectual backgrounds berkeley grads you know what i'm saying like phds mm -hmm. and so her you know, story is a little different than the average young black girl, but she's still a melanated woman. But that doesn't, you know, excuse the, yeah. you know, disrespect and all of that. But at the same time, it's like now, are y'all going to protect us? That's my main thing. It's like, y'all already know who we are. Y'all see us. We, <laughs> we, black women, we are here to be seen. You can't miss us. So now where's that protection going to come from? And that's my concern for her and any other of these more prolific women is like, where is their protection? Mm, that's, that's powerful. You know, I think we, Kenny, I don't know if it was you or Andrea saying, what were we, what, what do we want or what are we expecting? And it's like, we were waiting to be crowned. And I think we were waiting to be crowned before the world. See, before the world, we have been put down, we've been downtrodden, we've been disrespected. That same world that we were promoted to be the worst woman has now watched us being crowned. So that whole scenario wasn't for us as black people because we know our greatness. That was really for the rest of the world because now 
as God promised, I'm putting that my woman on top of the universe and y'all gonna bow to her. So that was a ceremony for us as black women because now we're about to take our rightful place. And that's just the tip of the iceberg because hell, there was black women who got her there that a lot of people are not speaking about right now or they're starting to speak about. She just didn't get picked out the whim, out the blue. It was some sisters that pushed for her to be, or pushed for a sister to be selected. And she happened to be one. What do you think, yeah? <clears throat> um, when I think about the question um, that was on the floor about what does this mean? First of all, I don't think we can give a definitive answer as to what it means because we are ever evolving. And so one of the things has to always be that we are very clear of who we are in the very moment and moments so that we are clear about who we are right now today, who we were yesterday, and who we are aspiring to be. So when I think about the component of our protection, that hasn't changed. If they didn't show you, that didn't change. If you didn't get the message when we had the OJ thing with the black man, okay, and OJ was the darling until Nicole ended up dead, then he was no longer the darling. Then there was the Barack thing where it was, oh, we have a black president. And then they went with the disrespect and the trying to emasculate the black man and then adding insult to injury by electing the very white patriarchal, one-sided, small mind man who was leading that campaign to emasculate Barack. And now we have the situation with Kamala being in this position by the man who literally um, ran with and stomped hard with Strom Thurmond. We have to always be mindful as Black women who's lifting us up and for what purpose. It wasn't so much that uh, Biden thought, you know, she's this great, great woman, which she is, but who's going to help me push this ticket? What's going to put me over the top? You know, so again, it's taking our black girl magic or all of that that we are able to conjure and all that that we bring, all of that that we are as the table, not that we bring it to the table because we are the table. And so when I think about protection, that the protection isn't there. It's there because of her role, but we also know that they are able in positions to fall back on the protection and do certain things, you know, and still leave us out there, ass out everything. So what it does is simply this. It, 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 it looks good, it feels good as a black woman to see a sister of substance in the office, you know, we had a Michelle Obama as the first lady, and then we got a Melania Trump, the centerfold, 
and people had issue with a Michelle Obama and her high intellect just showing her shoulders, but had no problem with a Melania Trump showing her ass. <laughs> so when I look at the protections or what have you, white patriarchy has not died. It may be on life support, but it ain't dead. <laughs> so we continue as we have been doing, and that is we will continue to wage war, tribe up, protect ourselves, protect each other, continue working our intellect and our magic until the people that don't believe it die out. Mm. It's as simple as that. We're in the wilderness. We're fighting the promised land for our promised land. And a lot of times when we look at that promised land battle, it's like God promised it and what have you, but nobody talks about the 39 battles that it took to secure the promised land. You know, we are in the, we are in the promised land and we are now doing battle number one to secure it. We got 38 new battles to go. <laughs> Welcome to Nita. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, what's up, Nita? Hey. All right. Girl, yes. That's my sister, Tanita. Girl, what's up? What's up? <laughs> There's something else that's going on here, too. As we're saying, this is a Black woman holding this position, and all we're hearing a catchphrase woman of color. People of color. Uh -huh. um, and I've been guilty of even saying people of color myself, right? But then when we say that, are we actually diminishing Black womanhood by securing ourselves in this box where we're just saying people of color? That's powerful. You know, Black is a powerful word, and a white man ain't going to say Black because that's too much power. So to, to say color is, is, is it is, I believe it does diminish the, the true power of black because black is the origin of the universe. So of course, if he call us black, he's connecting us to the universe. He ain't going to do that. He's going to try to deceive us as long as he can. You know, I, that, that's one of the things, this is Andrea. This, that's one of the things that stood out to me the most because, I mean, I'm a wonderful person, but I, I, I'm, I'm very cautious about listening to what people are saying. Mm -hmm. And I was really amazed in her um, speech. She would call out others, but she kept saying a black woman. And then she would call out this, 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 this. And then she would come back and what's really so-and-so is a black woman. And then she would call out the rest of them. And that stood out to me. Mm -hmm. um, it did. I, was thinking about it, it, I mean, I was sitting outside there. <laughs> and I'm like going back I'm like come, come check this out what you you know now and what and what I say about that is you know even piggybacking off of what y'all were saying and you know the and, and what even Kedney said about the black world magic and what we're doing with all of that I there's a part of me that always looks to the unseen and what we're what's not being seen and talked about and the, and and I'm gonna try to get these words out right the way they are in my head it's like I listen to even like yeah the applause now they might have been applauding because black women's votes are consistent and they do a certain thing and everything else but the thing that I heard in the spirit realm 
was. <laughs> what the spear ram? What the spear ram tell you? Activate so? yourself, black woman. <laughs> Activate yourself. You know, we sit up and we can get caught up because somebody called our name and somebody clapped and they acknowledged. And we're like, oh, wow. What will you do in that moment? What will you do in that moment? While they're calling a name for bolts and, and this and that and the other, we're on a high. I heard spirit saying, activate yourself. Activate who you are. Because we know that time goes on and after the high, there'll be other things. But I hear activate yourself. All, this, all the spiritness in you, all of the all of the, the, the powers that flow through you. And I mean, whatever that is for you, I know for me, it's a spiritual context to it. But I hear activate yourself. So when they come off the cloud and the mm -hmm. first person says, okay, why are we only talking about black women? When that starts, because that's what happens next. We, we've seen this happen. So when it happens, will you still be saying, they call my name or will you be activated? To me, I heard I heard you call me. <laughs> I I didn't come to play. I'm here. Thank you. Yes, you <laughs> called for me. I came. Yes, yes. Uh, I think I believe that. Uh, <laughs> I believe a humbling has happened because I I can see a change. I was listening to that what you were saying as well, Andrea. And um, I, what I distinctly got from that moment was. The overall moment was were two things. One, that Kamala in particular, I mean, because if we want to really keep it real, a lot of Black, especially sisters, Black folks, especially here in California, Muggs wasn't supporting her in, in presidency when she first stepped to the plate. We were like, whoa, hold on. Um, but we got some shit with you. Um, excuse me. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> you know. You know, and it, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like we have ish with other folks, but we were like, listen, your track record, the way your, your track record, we got mixed signals here. You done forgot who you, you know, all kinds of things happening. But we are, we are also a community who will beat you down, slap you up, kick you behind, and then build you back up and say, all right, now no, we done got mm. that straight. Exactly. <laughs> Let's come on and get the business. And so I believe there was, a, there was there, something happened in the mix when Kamala was running for the presidency, um, not just that, her ancestors, and, and if you know her mom, her mother was an activist. If you know anything about her mother, she was an activist and she was no joke. And you know what I'm saying? Like eventually our ancestors, what they're doing is they're like, listen, if y'all not going to, we going, <laughs> they doing some Jedi mind trick up in here. <laughs> Let me Come tell y'all something. <laughs> Come on, Sarah. They, they've been working, yeah. folks been, I am very clear that Look, we doing a lot. We do a lot of calling on our ancestors, and it's very uh, general and stuff. They like, all right, we need y'all need some specifics. Let me help you out here. And so, who uh, you know what I'm saying? Like they, they're not. She that ascension that has happened, and let's be clear, it's an ascension. That ascension mm -hmm. that has happened is not just hers alone it ain't just black women here right here right now though that's the ascension that happened through no other energy than the energy of her ancestors and the ancestors that came before them okay. i'm real clear about that that's yeah. right <laughs> angie that look on your face girl <laughs> you you know because when i look at what 2020 has been Mm. I leaned heavily on my ancestors. Mm. 
through all of 2020, hell, through 2029 and 2020. And I watched, I felt the shift in the atmosphere. And then I just watched everything unfold. Hmm. And the more women of African descent, because, and I'm going to say it that way. That's right. Because when we say women of color, <laughs> that is, Mm-hmm. In my mind, the public's way of trying to take away our Africanity. Yes. Mm-hmm. Say it again, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so we all know that those of us of African descent come in all colors. That's right. In that every color, I'm going to say it again, every color walking, including these little wonderful little white patriarchal people. They all come from our mitochondrial DNA. Well done. If we didn't have it, they wouldn't be walking. And that's as simple as that. So when I look at women of African descent mm-hmm. in this time and in this moment, I know it is the ancestral mothers. Now, you can be, the world can be in denial. They've been in denial for a long time. That's their issue that is not ours. The call to us as the daughters of the first mothers, the call to us is one, remember who you are. That's Two, it. Be who you be no matter where you be. Might not be great English, but I, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Walk your truth. And be damned if they're uncomfortable with it. Because white patriarchy has not given a damn about who was uncomfortable under their reign. Speak. If you are not clear about that, that orange thing in the White House right now that's getting ready to be evicted, who's getting ready to feel the full brunt of being a nigger in America. Hey. Come God. on. Come on. <laughs> teach. Teach. He called it the shit that he didn't give a damn that nobody else called. He called it. Two, he's getting ready to lose his job. You're fired. Three, he getting ready to be evicted. They moving a truck up in that piece and they gonna kick his ass out of there whether he wants to leave or not. So he's getting ready to feel what it's like to be a nigga in this country. So I'm not going to go with the banana in the tailpipe <laughs> of women of color, people of color. I am of African descent. And we come with kinky curly hair. We come with straight hair. We come with hair in the middle. We come in all hues and complexions. We come with high, high intellect in the middle ground. And some of us, we ain't got there yet, but we get there. You do not get to diminish that. I will Amen. not diminish Kamala and her accomplishments. Because as Tanita said, her ancestors are raising and calling just like all of our ancestors are. We're not going (laughs) to define it in this moment. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to bathe and bask in it. And we're going to fill it. And then as we progress through it, we will give definition in each moment when we are presented to give definition. Well, the thing is... The key we, word is activation. Is is exactly what, what, what Dre was saying. The key word is look, we've been called 
this is the beauty. Here's the beautiful part. And I know mm-hmm. folks don't want to, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, and I'm this going to be the unpopular. That's all right. Going to be unpopular, girl. Um, <laughs> you know, what, what the Trump era My did God. bring about was it, 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 it called this old code that, see that overt, you know, racism yes. that, you know what I'm saying? The, the covert racism is what it really called out. And, and not that only did it call, it called it out for white folks. It called it out. It called out our white supremacy consciousness that we've been conditioned to as for ourselves. So a lot of us, and I'm, I'm saying us, a lot of us, it, I know it was, a, it was an awakening in, in us because, you know, we've been so conditioned to use our armor. Our armor was very important. Our armor with our speech, you know, like, you know, our armor with, we cold, you know, our code switching, our when we're here, because y'all know, you know, we got the one conversation for them, for us and the one conversation for them. And we still need to have those because, you know, you can't show all your cards. But anyway, let me get back to what I was saying was, you know what I'm saying? That this is this is this is what has happened had needed to happen yeah it needed to happen it's it's a jesus christ you know moment (laughs) you know what i'm saying we keep having these you know we got and then we're gonna keep having these you know when they keep saying the messiah return is these uh, that we're gonna keep having these returns until we you know because every time there's a a generation of her sleeping then we gotta wake or conditioning we gotta go to another level and so that's the beautiful part about it is now we up and we, cause it, it, they got us up in arms. And then also we, we just, we got sick and tired and there's a different level of it. You know, like we are recognizing that part of the resistance and part of the protest is us having joy. Uh Oh, right. Ooh. Because before there was a judgment on that, you know, there's, if you was too joyous and you was having too much fun, you wasn't about the movement. And so now we are honoring black joy, black art, black consciousness in a, in a, a less judgmental way. We're saying, yeah, go ahead and sleep. There's a rest ministry. I mean, come on. There's sleep, yes. nap ministry, whatever it's called, right? Go sleep. <laughs> right? You see what I'm saying? The, 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 the movement has a different, different texture to it right now. Yeah, and if we, we when we honor the texture of this movement, we honor, we got to keep honoring the texture of this movement because the texture of this movement says work. I, 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 mm, mm, oh, you need okay, go eat, uh, go go take a nap, okay, charge yourself back up, and then get back to work. Versus, I'm worn out, tired, and I ain't got no more energy left in me, and so you know, folks done withered away, and we ain't got no more fight left. Amen. Cat new. <laughs> I mean, I I too have been guilty of the people of color thing, not to diminish um our Africanness, but being politically correct for yeah corporate yeah. you know things and things of that nature. However, um how I present myself and represent myself um is unapologetically black in that way um so i agree with everything that everyone has said um going forward and i have made a conscious decision to um limit my use of that term when it comes specifically addressing um africanness and and blackness as i know it and how i walk in it um and that's the one thing i feel like is important for this conversation as we talk about being black women going forward in 2020 
is knowing and having the ability to um, check ourselves and our friends too and holding each other accountable and not in a way that we're condemning one another, um, but we are able to have that conversation and be like, look, sis, you know, that's not cool. That's not going to help us move forward. That's not conducive to what we're trying to do as a people, X, Y, Z, and not take it as she a hater, this is a myth, when she has your best interest at heart, but the, the whole picture, you know, and so um, when we when we use these terms like people of color and all of that, I think it brings us to that point of checking ourselves and seeing where we are, because um, it's getting back to that protection piece that I've been really holding on to is that's how we insulate and protect ourselves so that we don't have to look outside of ourselves for that protection because wow. it's already there. You know what I'm saying? And so when we're not, you know, censoring ourselves and all that great stuff and, and watering ourselves down so that we can fit in and so we don't step on toes and so we don't um, feel like, you know, we can't show up in all the greatness that we are. Um, and that and that's what it is. So, so that we can call up and speak out for ourselves unapologetically and it doesn't have to be rude per se, but it's in a way that to let you know like enough is enough and this is what we need to do and this is how um I show up and this is what I got. And so and I think that'll be a better way for us to not only protect ourselves but nurture ourselves like Tanita was saying, because we've come from this grind till we die culture and that's not Ooh. conducive to what we need to do either you know what i'm saying we have to be in a place where now we are okay with being a strong black woman and knowing that i could take a nap and not have to worry about what's being taken care of what's not being taken care of so that i can be replenished so that i can be revived and knowing that whether i'm the vice president of the united states or the community grandma, you know what I'm saying? I can walk in my power and I am replenished, I'm refreshed, and I am um, allowed to just be and be human, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I think that's, first and foremost, before we are a color and all of that, we are human and of spirit. And so, you know, just thinking about that and, and, and embodying that going forward into 2021 is going to inherently make us better as individuals, and as a, a people as a whole and so you know first and foremost it because that intersection of being black and female is just a lot for people to contend with because it it's, as women we have a certain amount of magic and then you add the whole melanated <laughs> you know dna stuff and it's like you know we, we absolutely going in mind so you know as i think that's something that we just really have to uh, you know, embody and, and be the example, you know what I'm saying? And, and all of us here, I can honestly say and feel privileged that, you know, I see that demonstrated each and every one of you. And it takes these types of connections and these types of productions so that yes. the example is there so that people don't have to get the guesswork. They can say, oh, I see Mama y'all moving there. I see Dr. Dula doing this, that, the other. The, you know, um, conversations with the Empress is something that I can press play and listen to and go back and rewind and actually do the steps, you know what I'm saying? And so that that's there. And that way we, we're not questioning one another because 
we see it. We we know what it is. We don't have to second guess. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what it all comes about for me. But um I hate that I have to leave, but I gotta do all my good. black things. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for this conversation. I'm definitely gonna look forward to the replay because I know y'all gonna drop even more jewels on that great stuff. I know, I'm like, what I miss? Uh, uh, uh. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, Before you go, Kat, I just wanted to touch on what Kat was saying about the re- that what she's talking about is that reflection. That reflection is so important. I love that piece that she's talking about seeing us seeing each other, seeing it in each other, and reflecting. Uh, yeah. Sometimes what we we might be questioning ourselves and as we move through things, and then when you see your sister, you know, you see that reflection. It's like okay right okay that's me okay that's me okay that's me like i see my reflection in every one of you and 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 that is so important like you say having the, the reflection um seeing yourself and saying okay because you know again we've been conditioned to question all the stuff that we do and so we get to we this time was an opportunity to like you know get get out really get out there and now we got and, and our they our answers they were calling us they, they mm. t- what i hear them saying is i am calling you and you will not refuse me mm. Ooh, that's powerful i'm calling y'all and you won't Fact. refuse me you, yeah. you won't refuse it's, me it's making us face all those things it's like okay i need you to drop this fear crap you got going on i need you to own up to this thing and that thing. I yes. just like, need you to show up. So that activation piece that Dr. Blue was talking about, or Andrew was talking about, like, it's, it's time to activate. Like, you got this stuff. Why are you looking here, there, and everywhere? Why do you need your name to be called to know that who you are? You know who you are. I don't have to say your name. You know what I'm saying? So t- 2020 yes. was the great equalizer. Mm, yes. So yes. it was like, you, you have to drop all these facades you have to drop all these ill-conceived notions and false truths and all of these things that you've been conditioned to believe to be true and know that no that's not your truth that's that's theirs that's this person's thing so what is it intrinsically that you want for yourself incorporate into what the bigger picture is for the community the world, the globe, the universe as a whole. So it's, it's now time for us to stop playing small, stop being petty, stop being um, misunderrepresented and all that other stuff and show up, you know, activate and show up. And so um, that's why I'm grateful for this time because a lot of people, you know, have saying, oh, 2020 was the worst year only because it, if you really think about it and you look at those people who are saying that, they had to face some things that they had suppressed for so long. And finally this year was like, nah, either you're going to deal with this or <laughs> something going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like those yeah. people, yeah. when you really look at it, like if you look it's at true. the oh, complainers yeah. on social media and all that other stuff, if you go back through their whole timeline, it's like, man, we was doing this since 2010. Yep. So you think yep. eventually... Ten years of you just doing the same thing, complaining about the same thing. You're ain't gonna catch up with you. It's like how many years? How many years we've been told to take care of our health? How many years we've been told to flip things? How many years we've been told to that that this is an unhealthy environment that we're living in? How many years we've been told to charge ourselves up to let go of this, stop this, stop that? It it, like you said, it 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 ain't 
look, like I said, they're like, they're like, I am claiming my daughters. I'm claiming my children and they will not refuse me. And we're not, you know what, you know what they saying exactly what, what, um, uh, uh, auntie waters has been saying. I'm reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. Reclaiming my time. They are reclaiming us. Love y'all. Love you, sis. Love you, sis. You take care. Yeah. Reclaiming reclaiming her time. But that also means that just what we're talking about right now, what does all of this mean? It means we got lessons right now that we need to carry forward into 2021 that's right black womanhood moving forward 2021 yeah that's a good point as we move forward what we need to stop doing because this is what we've been doing recently we so quick to analyze one another but we're not taking that same energy to Mm self-analyze and and steady analyzing self Everything that I don't like in myself or haven't addressed in myself, I see in you. I, I had a conversation with someone, um, and it was a big thing about Kamala Harris's ethnicity, and she not black, or she ain't claiming black. Mm, 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 as, mm. as women moving into 2021, we have to stop trying to define blackness for somebody else. Yes. So my question is, what is blackness, one? Second, how can a people who don't have their own name, don't have their own religion, don't even know their own God, gonna question somebody else? How you gonna question me and your name is European, your, your lifestyle European, your diet European, everything about you is European, but you gonna question my blackness. We gotta get out of that because truly, what well, we should be questioning our own blackness, not somebody else's. So what blackness mean for you may not mean that. So we need, as we move into 2021, we need to stop this over analysis of others and and do some over analysis of ourselves because we're so quick to want to tell somebody what they not, but you can't define in me what you're not and what you are. Work on yourself in 2021. And the the, the, the one about, especially the color line, I got, let let me just tell y'all, because y'all know my house, we we all different shades from the light, I got the lightest of the lightest, (laughs) the darkest of the darkest, and so it's very interesting, because uh, for me, that's what I've actually been, I have been calling folks out on it, I've called myself out on it years back, Um, especially when I used to try to have to, used to try to explain my husband to people. Um, oh God. Oh. you know, <laughs> uh, you know, so, because, you know, people would, I mean, people, all they were audacious. They would come up to my husband and say, well, what are you? You oh, know? What? And I would say, well, well, number one, he's human. Number two, I'm gonna need you to, he's my husband. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to back up. <laughs> but, um, and so I used to, you know, do all this, uh, explaining like, well, his, you know, uh, him, he's blank. Uh, uh, he's black. His, his mom is. His mom's white, his dad is black. Listen, even if my husband was white, that don't make me less black. Mm. That's the other part. That's the part. Mm. And so I had to get in. First of all, I just stopped. I'm not explaining myself, my children, my husband, my mother-in-law, who I love, my white mother-in-law, who I love so much. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not explaining them to none of y'all because it'll make me less black. It'll make my husband less black. It'll make, so... Um, 
this color line thing is, is really something that we got to we got to call each other out on. Because I heard somebody saying that too about Kamala and you know, well, she ain't like Michelle. She ain't dark. And, she, and it was a lighter, lighter skinned sister. That's it. Yeah. I said, I looked at it and I said, sis, really? That's what we doing? You know, we got to call each other out on this color line thing. Because this color mm -hmm. line thing is eating our community alive. You know, you're, you ain't black enough. And you ain't this enough. And you ain't African enough. And da, 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 da. that's where the I ain't enough mentality is being fed. So we going to keep fed, feeding that wolf. I ain't feeding it. Um, that's for one. I, I'm, not, I'm not feeding it. Um, Y'all can keep, keep it moving. That when we start analyzing because of somebody, listen, no. Um, and and we gotta, we really gotta be careful because again, we have a lot of black people out there, like my husband included, who look, and so we make a, uh, we make a, who look a certain way, and so we, and I've seen it in these groups. I've seen it in these Facebook groups. We're on a Facebook group. We supposed to be planting herbs and plants, and they what? worried about who inside the group is whether they white or black or not. And the people is trying to tell them like I'm black, and they telling the pretty people they not black because they don't look black or because they don't know the color purple. Listen, they they look they looking at phenotypes. Mm -hmm. and don't understand that your phenotype don't have a darn thing in the world to do with what your mm -hmm. ethnicity mm -hmm. or yes. your racial category is. It's just what you look like. That's just the way your DNA rolled together and produced what you look like. It's really okay. just that simple. So to, to do that is crazy. But that is something that I pray that we don't move forward with in 2021 and beyond. Leave that yes. Right. So but the, the same people, when you ask them some black facts, they can't even answer. Tell me a Come black on. king in history. Tell, matter of fact, when I ask people who is Oscar Grant, they can't even tell me. Don't tell me about blackness and you can't even, you don't even know your brother's name who have went through suffering. We, we so quick to, 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 uh, to define what black is, but can't define it in facts. Can't define right. it in history. Oh, name me some, name me some, um, some, some pharaohs in Egypt. You know, name me some history. Now, in fact, name me some African tribes. These Negroes can't do it, but they want to tell you what's happening. <laughs> what all I'm civil rights facts. They can't name you some civil rights facts. They don't know nothing, but then want to tell somebody what's black and what ain't. No, because they define it. Um, and 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 forgive me, y'all, but you defining you defining blackness. <laughs> I'm sorry. You defining blackness by how much how much how much Hennessy you can drink. Ooh, man. And, Ooh, and, and how much fried chicken you cooking? How much twerking? Yes, I'm going there. Yes, I'm going there. twerking because ain't nobody asking Cardi B, but do they know her parents is West Indian? Come on, but ain't nobody questioning her blackness. Why? Because she could twerk? No, they <laughs> question her blackness too. They yeah, question her blackness too. They do. Because they level of Kamala. Yeah, but they look at it, but they look at that and they question that too. Just they, they question a lot of people. Because when they do things that they believe are stereotypically black, and so really to your point, when you say twerking, you know, because you're defining that as something that is synonymous with 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 blackness and with black womanhood, mm, and that's so what I have a problem with. And that that so, and I'm gonna skip around here because I did have that quote that I that I always think about, and that's Mary McLeod Bethune. And Mary Cloud Bethune said that the true worth of a race must be measured by the character of its womanhood. Uh-uh. It's defined by the character of its womanhood, then 
what are you telling me black womanhood is? And, and do we allow the media and everybody else to define that? Or do we define that for ourselves? And then, and then what? We get to define it for ourselves. We get to define it for ourselves as individual individuals. And then we get the, the our collective begins to define it. You know, we define it, we, you know, as a collective. And as a collective, if you're, uh, if what's being fed to you is the TV, yes, that is going to be part of how you define it. Um, define our black womanhood. What, what we get to do is we get to send, we get to keep us centered. We get to call us out. We get as, as women leaders in our communities and our families, we get to move the revolution in a different way. We get to decide, we get to say, I am, I am that, I am that black woman. And let me tell you why, right? We get to stand in that and we get to be examples of that. Um, I, I wanna go, go, go back to that because what I, was, what I was beginning to say about, you know, the color lines and those things too is also the human lines. We need to be mindful of it. And that's what I'm saying, of the human lines because if we, if, if we solely go on color, tint, and like you said, how you, what you look like, then we might miss some things. Mm. We might miss some things. And I'm going, I'm going to go there. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, uh, what you call unpopular again, because, mm -hmm. because, and I'm saying that because when I'm talking about humans, I'm talking about if we close our eyes, there are some of these white folks out there who I rather roll with some days and, I, and I'm just, Ooh, hear me out, roll with some days, who got my back some days that my own, you know, my own skin folk uh, don't have. And I'm saying that because we, we still got to keep character in mind. Um, and that's really important because I, I feel like if we keep character and compassion in, in the forefront, that we won't go, we won't do the oopsie. We won't do the oopsie. We won't go, oh my God, oh, she black. Oh, he black. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We won't do the oopsie. And, and, so, and I, think, I think that's important. I think that's really important that, that character is important. That's what, that's what this whole, uh, you, when, we talk, when we talk about uh, being, you know, this anti-Trump, Joe Biden movement, a lot of people are saying today, like, oh, all right, well, let's go back. You know, they're talking about, you know, how uh, we need to be careful, right? A lot of people are afraid, like, oh, God, black people, don't be too happy in this moment. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't think there's no black person. I hope, I'm hope I, there's no black person I know. Let me speak for myself. There's no <laughs> black person that I know who believes that because of this election, the turnaround in this election, because we ain't got Trump in four more years, that racism is ended in America. <laughs> just like, I, there's nobody I, I know that believed that racism had ended just because we had us a black president, because I mean, our life, we are life experiences tell us different. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I personally don't know anybody. I don't know about anybody else. I don't, I don't think, I don't know anybody who believes that because Joe Biden is now the president and because, we got him the election because we, we let's be clear, black women got we we, we did that. Mm -hmm. Um that now this we don't still have we don't have to do any work. Like our work is finished. We can sit back. I I hope there's nobody that anybody else knows. Now, if you are, then I got some we got some teaching to do. Yes. 
we got some teaching, we've got some teaching to do because maybe there is, you know, that person out there. Um, but I'm saying that character is important. And that's why Joe Biden, part of why we picked Joe Biden over a jumping over to the red side, you know, or whatever we want to call it, or we pick a party. Most of the times we pick these parties based on character because we care, we character people. I agree with that. You know, I wanted to say too, um, we were talking, you were talking about your experiences with, um, you know, dealing with how you, of, of having to deal with having explained, you know, back in the day, explain this and explain that. And the one thing that I've learned as far as, you know, going to, when we talk about going to 2021 and what we're going to leave behind and how we identify what blackness is and all these other things. One thing that I've experienced, I know, um, back in the day for me, it wasn't so much, uh, I was looking at someone with lighter skin because it's like, oh, I'm jealous. It was just, I couldn't understand because of my experience. Well, what kind of challenges could you have, Hakeem? You ain't got no challenges. They're light skin with hazel eyes or green eyes or whatever color it is. You ain't got no problems. And for me, because I have my own oppression in this country, I looked at the other person who seemed to have it better and I was like, ah, they, they can't get it. And I remember when um, I really started dealing with like women in birth and stuff like that. Here I have all these sons. And I remember when it came to me, Andre, what if you had had, like you had all these very light-complected babies? What if you had had a light-complected daughter instead of light-complected sons? What are, what are you doing? What, what would you be feeding them? What would you be teaching them? about who they are? What would you be saying to them about who they are? And that's when I had to undergo my own kind of transformation about, okay, I have some stuff to deal with. Because the bottom line is this, I remember when they had like the dark girls, dark girls, light girls, you know, whatever. What I understood very clearly, and I would even include, um, like you were saying, Tanita, uh, you know, people that you know would be classified as white or whatever this country has been so designed so that whether you're dark like me or you're light 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 like the Kamala or whomever you're gonna get a piece of something it just might be a different flavor of ice cream that's all you're gonna get you some and it's part of the way that it is set up so that they can do the divide and conquer thing. It's, it's what's part of the game. Look at your hair. And so someone will fuss over like, oh, look at that. Look at, look at how her hair does. And it's wavy and it's, it's not real nappy like the other one. Or look at this one. Sometimes it's the proximity to whiteness. But just know this. You know, when we, you know, in my mind, tying all this in, when we say, oh, they called out you know, black, and not just black, but black women. She just kept saying black women, black women. When I hear all those things, first of all, I hear a call for all of us, but I hear a call for all of us to, under, to, to really understand that none of us have escaped what this country meant. It ain't field, whether you was field, a house, or whatever. It was just a different kind of molestation and rape. It was just a different brand of whatever, whatever. And if we can really understand that, if we can really take that in, and truth be told, even those that <laughs> from days of old, whether, you know, I always say Black people, whether we see it totally as advancements or not, there have been no advancements made 
with black people where others have not been involved. Mm-hmm. And if we could, uh, we, we, it, not in this country, not, not here, the abolitionists, there was somebody that was willing to hide our ancestors <laughs> when they was running. Okay. And, and they didn't look like us. Okay. Right. There was somebody willing to do this thing or that. And so when we're talking about, you know, moving forward and moving forward and, and what that looks like, my thing is understand that if you have, and this sounds whatever, it'll sound like whatever, but if you've ever, it's going to sound real country and old, but if you've ever been an, a Negro sympathizer, <laughs> if you've ever, I don't know why, my, look, this must be one of the mothers talking, okay? I'm going to let them have it. If you've ever been a Negro sympathizer, if you ever related with, with Negro people, if you ever been one of us and been been for us, you done felt this fire and felt the smoke. And I think that if we can understand that amongst each other, listen, I don't know someone else's challenges, but what I can know is that if they've ever tried to root for black people, they had a hard time. And if I can understand that, and if I can just appreciate that you go out on a limb, protecting black women you go out on a limb when you seek to protect yourself you go out on a limb when you try to protect black women if whether you're a black woman or somebody else you put your neck out on the line and that's one of the things that hold with me it it matters to me when i see people that have said i will i'm gonna put my my neck out here i know they don't get it i get phone calls all the time from people i've mentioned she's i don't know why we used to be such close friends. And I said something like, God bless America and we need to pray for the country. We used to be so close. I don't understand. I said, oh, mama said her name. I said, I told you to stop talking. I said, I, I would love to tell you I feel sorry for you. Keep your, keep, you need to know what's going on. And if you're going to be sending up saying stuff, you need to know what it means. So whether you're a white person, whether you're black or whatever, if you're going to stand for black people in 2021, realize the euphoria is going to wear off. Someone's going to get tired of hearing about black women being amazing. They thought they were tired of hearing about black girl magic. They really going to be tired of hearing about black girl magic. If you're going to speak on it, just be prepared to have at some point somebody say they're tired of hearing about it. But just know if you for real, for real, you're going to be whatever. That's all I got to say. If you've ever been a sympathizer of Negroes. <laughs> yeah, you've been Negro. quiet for a minute. Oh, y'all been quiet. What's going on over here? You're know, taking it in. I, I'm respecting everybody speak. I See, I ain't got to say a lot because they, they talking right up my alley. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'll just simply say, you know, piggyback on Tamita, every, the, what the old folks used to say in my circles, Everybody that's your skin folk ain't your kin folk. And we need to be clear about that as we're moving forward. If I'm looking at what I'm taking into 2021, first of all, I think Ketnu said it early on about folks talking about this normalcy thing, Mm -hmm. getting back to normal. It ought never be a back to normal mentality to begin with moving from one year to the next, from one day to the next, from one hour to the next. We ought not have this this normalcy thing. Normal by whose definition? Say it again. Assuming that we have a collective normal. 
No, we don't. Not being of African descent, being the children of those who were trafficked, the first human trafficking incident of the world took place with people that look like us. And so what is this so-called normalcy that we trying to get back to? You know, no, what it is is 2020 taught you a lot of things. We ain't even got enough time to go through all those things it taught us. But let me shoot my shot. One, 2020 taught us that we're a lot more creative than we thought we were. And when it came down the time to trying to figure out how to make this thing work in a pandemic, hell, we, we as Africans born in America, we've been living in a pandemic since they brought <laughs> our people here. Ooh, teach. They weren't allowing our people to see, seek out medical help for nothing. And if we didn't have the herbalists or the so-called witch doctors that they want to call us and what have you, we'd all be wiped out. We know how to live in a pandemic. It's these other people who don't know how to do this. And so what is this normalcy thing that we keep talking about? Now, again, when we talk about skin folk and kin folk, let's remember when we had the uprising. See, ain't none of this new. This is my thing. Why ain't nobody going back and looking at the history? We keep repeating this stuff because don't nobody know where they come from. Know your history. And so when we had so-called rebellions, because first of all, I don't like to even call them slave rebellions because we need to understand we did not start off as slaves. We are not children of slaves. We are children who are from the first parents, the first mothers, the first fathers. We are those children. We are the creators here. And so when we understand that, and then we had rebellions, then we also had those who were indoctrinated so tough that they turned on those who were the leaders, that they turned on those who were trying to free your mind so your butt would follow your way out into freedom. They still so, do that. And we still live in that today. <laughs> so what normalcy are we talking about? We are always going to be creating whatever that day brings about. We're going to have to be the ones who define it, be clear about it, walk in it, be unpopular. Hell, we just unpopular just because we show up with melanated skin. That's unpopular. So whatever falls out of our mouth, if it's unpopular, add it to the list. But I'm going to keep saying <laughs> it. We're going to keep moving with it. You know, but at the end of the day, the ancestors are saying, you're either going to stand up and finally be and glow and shine and do all those things that you have been empowered to do or you'll die in this mm. godforsaken wilderness and it's come on here everybody okay. ain't going into the promised land because everybody ain't ready to do the battles that it requires to take the land and so until <laughs> they recognize what is what this is what we got you know we create 
are normal. We define what is normal in that moment. Mm -hmm. And we have to always keep that awareness that we are the ones who are defining it. You know, what Kamala has accomplished thus far is impressive. It's no less impressive for what a Tanita is accomplishing or what a Dr. Dula is accomplishing or what I am accomplishing or what Royal Empress and its originators, what you all are, it's no less impressive. It's just that she gets more airplay. You know, we all badasses. And so my thing is, you know, everybody do their part in their space of mm -hmm. influence. Mm -hmm. Do your part. And we all shine and we all rise. We can all push, you know. We have a Stacey Abrams who can sit up and spearhead something so that here in Georgia, Georgia turns blue instead of red. But then you know the battle is still going. Let me tell you why you know it's going. Because this race should not have been a close race. It shouldn't have never been a close race. And so you know you got half the country still running around here confused. And some of them are confused colored people of African descent. <laughs> you know, this is our story. This is our life. I like you what know? you said about the, the, kin, the skin folk ain't, what do you say? All, skin all folk. the skin folk ain't your kin folk. Kin folk. Man, yeah. You know, I, I, you know the other part too that I wanted to um, that y'all was saying is is about the the starting with us. The revolution is always in your home. It's always in inside. You know, um, Dr. Hakima talked about that. Starting with yourself. You know, whenever I get overwhelmed, whenever I feel like I am not moving the way I need to move, I'm not in alignment. Or whenever I feel like there's more that needs to be done, or how can I create change, or how can I help our people more? The best thing that I can do is one, help myself, mm -hmm. two, help the people who I directly impact on a daily basis. You know, we we don't we don't have to do big things. We, but we have to, we, we could do these small things that become big things. That's how the, you send the vibration out. Me teaching my children about, you know, the black codes, like you said, history, because this, this has happened before, you know, don't get together, separate. We were separated before we were told you can, you cannot congregate. Don't let black folks meet up. Don't do this. Separating us is very strategic. Mm -hmm. Us being this pandemic, this, you know, that's very strategic. I'm, I'm, I'm not mystified. So I'm telling my children, yes, be well, wear your mask, take your herbs, do your stuff, eat what you're supposed to eat. Don't stop seeing each other. Don't stop checking on each other. Don't stop calling each other. Don't stop moving with each other. Because us still doing the work because the other flip side of, of this 2020 is people have been using it as an excuse not to be in connection and not to be in, in congregation with each other. And that is a problem. And so resolution, I'm about resolution. Resolution is 
yourself. Like you said, like Kat said, like we said, like Dr. Hakima said, start with yourself. The other part is you, the people that you have a direct correlation with every single day, there needs to be re revolution, education, motion happening, activation happening. And then the next level on out. That's how we have to continue to move to send this vibration out. All right. You know, I think uh, one of the important things going in 2021, that as when we talk about teaching sisters what principles, what values we need to have moving forward, especially our younger sisters, as they navigate through this life of developing a sisterhood, we cannot... We cannot get to the point that we are above reproach. Can't nobody approach us. Can't nobody correct us. It's like every sister on this, on this, in this arena right now has, has a positively affected me, have corrected me, or shown me a, a different way. You can't grow if no one can correct you or show you where you're wrong, as long as they come out of love. So moving into 2021 as, a, as, as women, we can't have this attitude, you can't tell me nothing. Because how are you going to ever be taught? How are you going to ever grow? How are you going to ever learn something new? So moving to 2021 and how we define sisterhood and how we define true friendship and how we grow personally on an individual level and collectively is we have to be open to criticism. Or one of not may not be the great word criticism, but open for someone to to cultivate us to teach us to correct us we got to be open for correction mm. yeah i um i was really thinking about even something that ket knew and uh tanita has said before and when we're talking about 2021 it just really keeps standing out to me that the whole watered down version of ourselves the whole watered down aspects of who we are and not walking fully in something. Um, we have to um, let that go. We just some talking about, you know, not congregating together. Don't do this together. Don't do that together. The thing that keeps standing out to me is that it, who said it before? I can't remember who said what now, but all the code switching, I think it was Tanita maybe, you know, we've gotten accustomed to the code switching. We've gotten accustomed to the things and looking for permission to do certain things when we don't need to look for the permission. We never needed, well, at times it was protective. There's that word protection to look for the permission, but we don't need to look for permission anymore. What I find is that people are still doing that though. It's like, if we're just, if we would just say, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to be not the diluted part of myself and the watered down part of myself, but I'm going to be that. And I'm going to tell you in the spirit realm, I believe that if we would look at what has happened with this, you know, with the, in the political realm and everything else. And if we would understand to me, you know, don't get me started about with the, the days and First couple of days in November, we done had the full moon, we done had all this stuff. I'm not even going to start on that. Okay, I'm going to leave it. However, it's all kinds of portals and energies open for us to walk right in and to walk in boldly and to just say, we, I'm, in this, I'm in this space and I'm here. But if we're not in tune and if we're not focused in and if we're not doing that, then we, we're going to, we can get so lax, like, just like, wow. You know, and get stuck in that, you know, pandemic energy of I'm just sitting back and I'm waiting. No, no, no. Go in right now. 
Go be that, that black woman right now. Go be her. I am she. Go be her right now. Because right now, and you don't, like I said, you don't know how long that window of celebration is going to last. Stop playing. We know where we live. Racism didn't end, okay? It's still here. Go in, be strong right now. Do the thing that you've been saying, I'm going to do it, but do it right now. The thing you've been at, you've been, you know, training yourself for, the thing you've been planning to do, do it right now. Speak your words right now. Do your thing right now. And of course, there's a timing for everything, but understand the space that we're in. Understand that this, what this time is. When they're, don't, you're sitting up, what, well, I'm, I can't wait. And then next year, honey, next year, do it now. Do it now. Honey, they're calling for black women. Black women. I said, well, I hear you, Kamala. I'm here. I've been planning for this. The whole, whole time we've been on lockdown, I've been planning for this. I've been planning for them to call our name. When they call our name, we need to just step into it. Mother's been working with us. The ancestors been working on us and been saying, hey, step into this, step into the, Step into it. Not the watered down version. Yes. No chaser. Take us like we are, just like that. I want that. us to touch a little yeah. bit on what Hakima was talking about, though, and then we're going to move into our challenges. And that is young women and understanding and defining sisterhood. Um, and tribe and friendship and, and all of that kind of stuff. Because, yeah, we're in this space now. <clears throat> we're celebrating. We're doing all of that. But how do we express to those coming behind us and even many of us, us, how do we, how do we channel all of this energy into our relationships with one another? in our building of our sisterhoods with one another and our tribe, how we associate, how do we do this? Now, we have this momentum. How do we help other Black women step into this whole sisterhood thing of having each other's back? Am I my sister's keeper? I think the call out is important. The, the The part of the conditioning is is that, and it's still around, is that, oh, we don't like to disappoint and we are conditioned to, you know, walk on eggshells, especially with the newer generations. Uh, we can't tell them nothing, that kind of thing. Um, I... I have the same way I, I've been releasing the judgment on, I've been working on releasing my judgment on youth, on younger people. Um, I think that's really important be, because I'm talking about my own children. I'm realizing like, well, yeah, I have three sons, but they're the same age as these young women out here. Um, I'm a mama to the community already. And so that's really important. What I've been making it my business too is when the young people call and ask me, for something, I'm trying to look at the deeper thing that they're asking me for. Um, because a lot of times they're telling us that they need us and they need us to step up to them in a certain way. But we've been, um, we've, I've created, I know for myself, I've created some, somewhat of a shield, like they don't want my help. They don't, they don't think they need my help. They don't want my help. But a lot, but what I've been doing now is when they call me or text me, because they do a lot of texting, when they text and ask for something, very basic. I'm like, oh, hmm. Let me see if I can 
let me let me take a moment and meditate on them for a minute and see what they're really asking me for and then i follow through um i've also been listening more to the ancestors when they when they give me a name when i'm in my prayers or in my meditations sometimes they give it to me while i'm like washing the dishes and somebody just pop up and I'm like why y'all just came in here with what's going on with them why y'all i'm listening and i respond i check in on them so that they know as their elder in the community i'm here which speaks to another thing is honoring ourselves as now the elders of the community, which Drea, we had talked about this before, you know, I'm still 16 and they had to wake up one day and realize, no, you're not. And step right. into that. You ain't 16, you're 45 and you have something to contribute to these young people and get on your job. Yeah. I'm still sticking with what I say. And I'm going to tell you why I, I, I feel like, there's, and it's right along with what Tanita said. It's recognizing who we are. Like, we're not children. We're old enough to be some, a lot of these folks' mothers. Okay? Some and of grandma, us. And grandmothers. And gra and, <laughs> okay? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I believe that part of the reason you know, I would, oh, I'm not going to even bring up a, a show here, but there was a show and it was, I was looking at it. There was a younger generation, a young woman, and then there was the, the parents. What I saw in the dynamic was we've been cultured and conditioned to deal with all of this foolishness in a certain way. Okay. And I don't think that some of the young people respect our way of doing some things. Okay. Now I'm not saying it's good, bad, or the other. I am saying that this time that we're in is calling for us as these young elders to stand up and really move forward. That, that doesn't mean that anybody on this call hasn't done it. You understand? That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying generationally, those who are looking at us that are saying, I'm old enough to be, you know, she's old enough to be my whomever. They're really looking at, they are looking at us and saying, okay, what is it? Uh, let me, let me look for somebody that I can, follow let me look that part you know i know we're talking about like tribe and that you know peer thing but some of them are looking for like who can i look up to and i think that i guess the easiest way i can say it is the the generations of us who've had to deal with this very covert racial racism that tanita talked about that we always said was here but they looked at us and it was like no it's not no it's not you know, look at you, you have all these opportunities. You went to school in the 80s and 90s, whatever. You have all these opportunities. You're not from the civil rights era. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? We've had to navigate this in a different way. And I believe that it's time for us. There's some, there's some ways that we've conditioned, that we've purported to be, whether we call it watered down, whether we call it the cold switching and this and that. When I say activating and getting bold, I believe that those younger women will see us when they see our fierceness and they will say her. And I say that because of the women that contact me, there was a certain speaking thing I did. I have done plenty of stuff and put it on YouTube. But the thing that they say is, I saw you speaking to a group of white women and you said all these things and the way you spoke in front of them, I was hoping so much you would respond to me. They want to see our fierceness. They want to know that we aren't, 
you know, like that hashtag that was like, I'm my, um, I'm not my ancestors, whatever. I, I throw hands. Remember back in a few years ago, it's like, I throw, I'm not my, don't, don't step, I'm not my, like my ancestors. They want to believe that we are women. I won't say who will throw hands, but you know, they want to believe that we are fierce. <laughs> and I believe that there's a part of that that we need to activate. Mm. We need to activate that part. And not everybody, and we know y'all, when she get ready to talk right now, we know she's been activated. <laughs> But I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm, specific, I'm specifically talking about me because even in that speaking thing that I'm talking about, I was talking to y'all at the time and she was, I remember her saying, oh my God, you did something you've never done. I've not always been one willing to activate because I was conditioned very well in my matriculations through these Western institutions and such. But the fierceness of it, I believe the young women need to see it. That's what I want to say. I get that. I get that. I, I'm just sitting here laughing because I'm like, I, I don't know. I've been I've been a hellraiser for a long time. So, um. <laughs> you have with your booze yourself. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, say, I'm tired. I, I'm I'm sitting on the older spectrum. Hello. And I've been out here on this battlefield for a long time, and so I'm tired. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm cut from the cloth of I can show you better than I can tell you now, you know. So I'm all into leading by example. And so when I hear Dre say that, you know, um, they're looking, we have young people amongst us now who listen with their eyes. That's it. They don't listen with their ears. They listen with their eyes. That's it. And so when we can be and stop our dumbing down and our lessening of our shine, because we have been indoctrinated in a society that will attack when you glow too bright. In a week, I'll be 59. It ain't a dang on thing. I'm going to lessen that glow. That glow done got so bright. Everybody need a couple of pay a couple of pairs of shades. Say it, girl. At this point. But that's how you show tribe. The women that come for me and ask me, they're like, how do I get a tribe like yours? First of all, I ain't even look for half the people that's in my tribe. Let me just say that. <laughs> they just all kind of fell out. And I think what it was, what attracted each of us to one another, it was each other's shine. Yes! I could see. And it was the show you better than I can tell you. Mm. You know? That's what what brought all of everybody in my tribe together. Y'all are part of it. Tell me if I'm wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's the work. It's the work. It's the work. You you see the work. You need a lot of people that talk. And and that's really important. That's really important because uh, the do is important. Um, For me, it was the do. It was the work. But it was also the compassion that 
that came along with it. Mm -hmm. Because I know a lot of doers, I know a lot of women who do, I don't exactly want to be in their tribe because they a little, the way they do things, right. right? It's a little dogmatic and it, it lacks a little compassion because sometimes when we, you know, we get on our, you know, this badass boss goddess kind of thing. Yeah. You know, right. We can have, that's a whole nother talk show. I um, feel that too. <laughs> and, I agree with yeah. you about that. You know, when we get on that, when I, I, when we lack compassion, I think that's important that, uh, we be that we've been we told ourselves that having compassion is is eurocentric or, or that's the part of our africanness we want to leave behind we don't want because it ain't yes. getting us nowhere in this world and so i look for women not just character the work that they're doing the doers and then compassion character. and that's mm -hmm. what i love the most about our sister akila was you know a, she's a woman who i saw produce something do it went on and said she was gonna do this produce that did it but does it with compassion and she also follows the spirit like that's all you know all of that to me is like a recipe for you know and ask all of the women on here y'all got that recipe in there which is character compassion smooth being moved by the spirit being and, and being unapologetically uh, a black, black woman. So whenever you walk it around with that recipe, when I see that, when I see that recipe, when I see that, you know, that's the, that's the pot <laughs> I jump into. Oh, well, I, you know what? That's, you know, y'all, y'all some powerful women. Y'all just got me in this little space where I just want to just, just chew on every word y'all just said, because it's some powerful things that just been stated. That compassion that, oh my God, it, that, that's so, that's so true. You know, when you pick a, a, a tribe or, or you're trying to transition spiritually to a certain place, I think the people in your tribe should have a purpose there. They shouldn't just be there. They should have a purpose. So to me, each person in a tribe and my tribe, they all have a, a spiritual purpose to help get me to where I need to go. So if you have people around you and they don't really have no purpose in the plan to help make you better, then they shouldn't be in your tribe. I think the, the next one is you got to be open. Um, a lot. Of, I remember when I was young, and I had sisters who forced themselves on me. And for our younger people, they don't really always know what they need. I I, re, I remember telling a sister who very instrumental in me adjusting my thinking for me to even accept my husband as a potential mate. She would hug me, and I'm like, "Why are you always trying to act, trying to be my mama?" She said, "I ain't trying to be your mama. I'm trying to I'm trying to reinforce what your mama taught you. I'm trying to be your sister." Mm -hmm. And she came with love and she would always hug me and she says, I'm coming with love. And her fighting my stubbornness with love and compassion and that's what forced me to open up to her. So I think when you're young, you gotta be open to these sisters that surround you. They're not gonna be there all the time. They're there for a purpose. And, and that window, that portal can close and that was your open portal for guidance, for wisdom, for spirituality, for healing. Yep. So if you let that portal close, then it's, it's your loss. It's not theirs because they'll go on. They'll be used by the universe to go for somebody else. And there were women that I didn't walk through that open portal with, and I wish I would have. But I am grateful for those, for those women that was there when that portal opened. I walked right through it. See, sis, Dr. Duke, you got me talking about portals over here. <laughs> uh, and another thing is, for I say to younger people, try to find older peers. Sometimes you can't always learn something from people your age. I'm not saying that you can't because there are some you can, but 
I'll say in my personal experience, I, I ran around chasing women. Like I chased Abel Muhammad. I chased, I chased him so much. I got on their security team, guys. I wanted to be right there. Tainetta <laughs> Muhammad. These women, I wanted to be around and hang on every word they said. Um, Bessie Jean Farrakhan, these are women. I'm, well, I'm running around carrying their bags at 20 some, 21 years old while these women were in their 40s and 50s. But I was hanging on every word, learning from them. So if you're a young person trying to build a tribe, oftentimes they're going to have to be older than you. Um, another thing is, too, we need to connect to our ancestors. Um, that connection to them will help you connect to your spiritual guides because you could be talking to someone who needs to be in your tribe and you not even see the value in them. So you got to connect to your ancestors because connecting to your ancestors and them connected to the ancestors, there's a bigger mission. There's a bigger purpose that had to be fulfilled. And by connecting to them, you all both will be connected and fulfill that purpose. Also, um, my last thing is ask the universe. If you want to try, put it out there. It's going to happen. You got to trust the process. Put it out there and say, I want a tribe that's going to help me achieve my goal and watch it happen. Watch it happen. I'm telling you, watch, watch. it happen. So. Woo! Yes. <laughs> Can I just add one thing? And I think everybody has echoed this through this whole conversation in that also be what you're looking for. Ooh. Good stuff. Damn. <laughs> that was mm. powerful. Damn. Mm. Ooh. I mean, that's it. That's so good. Yes. Yes. Ooh, yes. I love that. Love that's that reflection. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so powerful. Damn. Because you are gonna draw to you who you are. Mm. Absolutely. As they say in the church, well. Well. <laughs> and you know, and seriously, when we talk about, oh, this, per oh, drama, 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 then probably you drama. Uh -huh. <laughs> Why you That's call that sister listen. out there like No, that? I mean, I'm but just, right. I, I just no, wanted to true. add that to it as we're, as but because we have to think about this as women is that we do. And we, we always say, you know, when we talk about reflections, when you talk about, that doesn't mean that just because you're not that, that, that you won't be tested or that certain people won't slip in because they are still attracted to that light that is you. Sure. Okay. But, but the majority of what you will attract to you will be you. Good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh -huh. So that's, that's all I wanted to add. Yes, especially the younger. The one thing I wanted to say, too, is also um, what you were saying, Dr. That came about seek out somebody older. I tell the older folks also seek out somebody younger because yes. I, I tell everybody, yes. listen, I get you. You ain't got you a millennial on your team Come in on. your tribe. You Teach. better get you one. Teach. Yes, because Teach. there are things that and, and I tell this to my children. Um, I tell this to my mentees, to, you know, my, the younger folks, listen, I might be your elder in this, but you might be my elder in this mm -hmm. because I, there's a lot of things they can tell me. I don't know nothing about a Snapchat or, or, TikTok. <laughs> or TikTok. I don't. I don't know nothing about it. But if I need to add that on to my business, I, I ask them, why is this important? How does this fit in alignment to what I'm doing? They're like, well, you could do this. Oh, if you, you know, then they told me, no, you know what? You wouldn't be good for Snapchat. But TikTok, you, you know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. like, what? this is what they, you know, yes, so their yes. world is different. They also yes. told me things like, you know, 
my, my children tell me, mom, this is why this makes sense here, here, here. Or this is what my friends are saying. This is why you should do this. There, I mean, that information is so valuable. Everybody has a role in our families. Everybody has a role in our community. Everybody is valuable in our community. That's why we have to keep ourselves open and in alignment with that compassion. And what our ancestors said, if they're saying it, we should be saying it. If our ancestors are saying, I'm coming to claim you and, I, and you will not refuse me, we should be claiming our children and, not ref and they, yes. can't, they won't refuse us. Yes. 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 They won't refuse us. So anybody else, y'all final thoughts? Yeah, I just love what Tanita was saying before about the compassion part. And when she said it, it stuck out to me so much, um, you know, because sometimes, you know, depending on our walks, we're all different. We all end up with our own experiences. But being a person of compassion, that and a, and a, a, a young elder of compassion, one that they can run to is a huge thing in this time. And so when it comes, um, and even what you were just saying about, you know, having uh, a younger person with you, um, see, and having an older person with us, it's like when, um, y'all, what is it? You know, like the Paul and the Barnabas and the, and the Timothy, you know, and that what it is? Paul it's like you got, yeah. Yeah, you got your peer group. Okay, you got the ones, you know, that's, that serves one thing. You have those that you can look up to, maybe an older person that you'll look up to, that serves another purpose. But then also making sure that you're that to someone else. And I believe in the, sim in the simplest form that that is how we gain our strength. That is also our protection when we're passing down knowledge, when we're receiving knowledge, when we're unifying ourselves in that way. That is a form of protection. That is a form of us being feeling strengthened. Hearing um, someone that me saying to a young woman who perhaps has not had a mother that says, wow, you're amazing. Look at your gifts. Look at what you're able to do. Go do it. I, I, I make it my point when I'm mentoring women to do that. And I watch their faces glow. And every single time I say, haven't you heard this before? I think that in my heart, haven't you heard how amazing you are yet? And so the compassion piece that you said to me is, is, is amazing. And having these generational things where we're all connecting together is very, very powerful especially because like you said the ancestors are claiming us who are we to sit down here and not claim our children it's just my my whole thing it's been my theme for a few years now and it continues to unfold and it's just being unapologetic hmm. uh, we live in a society that continually teaches us to dumb down and apologize for who we are, uh, for what we believe, for what we feel, for what we think, for how we express it, for how we dress it. Be you and be you unapologetically. Everybody isn't gonna like it. You're not gonna be everybody's flavor. It's okay. If, if who we currently have as the president of this country hasn't shown you that it's okay to not be everybody's flavor and be unapologetic in who you are, I don't know who else could have taught that lesson better.
Wow. 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 Not care that folks didn't have a taste for him. He was who he was. It didn't matter that you didn't like how he presented it. He presented it anyway. And he brought nothing but chaos to the table. My God. He attracted mm. who he was in that situation of how he governed this country. Ew. Hold on, give me a minute to scream or something because you're saying stuff, girl. And I oh my on. God, if you don't say this thing today, <laughs> if you don't speak this thing today, girl, yes. you preach it. You preaching on this good Sunday morning. Be unapologetic. Be unapologetic. If you are, here I go. If you are an asshole, be the best asshole. You know how to be out there. Don't make no frills and apologize for it. Be it. Own it. Put on your sword. But if you are compassionate, if you have empathy, if you are a teacher, a listener, a lover, a giver, don't let them make you feel like you're something wrong or you're less than because you're that. Because guess what? The world needs that too. You are valuable. We need the Donald Trumps as much as we don't want to admit it. And then... We need a Kamala Harris, and then we need a Michelle Obama, and then we need a you. Come on. Whatever you are, we need that. And so all I'm saying is be unapologetic for who you are. You get freer, you start attracting, you start transitioning, you start morphing and transmuting. And the more you do that, the more you attract. So as you grow and you change, guess what? You start attracting different energy to you. But you can't get to that good good until you walk that process of becoming. So just be your truth. Fall on your sword. Be unapologetic and let those lessons along the way bring you to your good good. They will adjust your character. Can y'all hear me screaming over here? Why y'all hear me scream? Why you hear me screaming? That good good. I'm waiting to hear this playback, baby. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Can they hear me screaming? Did she say it? That good, good. Yes. Oh my God, y'all are crazy. Okay, so this is a finale, y'all. <laughs> this is definitely a finale. This is a finale. Mm. All right. You attracted this for your finale <laughs> questions and what the topics were going to be you attracted that so again it's just a reciprocal universe giving you what you threw out 
that's a that's a true let the that's the true meaning let the circle be unbroken yes (laughs) right right round this is amazing seriously i needed to hear that tanita you know what we not doing on this show we not we, we ain't throwing rocks and ham hocks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Oh my goodness. Oh my oh, goodness. Lord. Have mercy. Have Peace mercy over here. All right. Y'all have spoken powerful words. This was very much ordained. Just y'all have y'all sisters have spoken amazing words that have really strengthened my heart and my resolve and have spoken to me and i want to say thank you for that oh thank you thank you all this is my tribe this is part of my tribe i claim all of (laughs) y'all i'm just grateful y'all claim me but y'all just come on out to see it all somebody she out there playing in the sand dunes again somebody go get y'all you know (laughs) because y'all don't leave a girl out there in traffic and you (sighs) what sisterhood really is you know uh, just a challenge. These are the last challenges of the season. Oh my God. And I got a long list. Thanks to my sisters, uh, Yah, Tanita, Ketnu, Andrea, aka Dr. Dula. Thank you so much, and Akila. So, number one, who are we and who are we aspiring to be? Ask yourself that. Who are you and who are you aspiring to be? That's the question you need to be moved, that you need to be asking yourself while you're moving into 2021. By the end of 2021, you should know who you are aspiring to be. Number two, who is, pu- who is pushing you? What, what force? What's motivating you? In 2021, you need to be determining what force that is. Who is it? If it ain't you, it should be the good Lord. And if it ain't him, you need to stop that force from uh, motivating you and pushing you and find you a stronger and a more righteous force. Number three, activate yourself. Activate, Dr. Dula, thank you so much for that word, activation. Activate, activate yourself. Yeah, I know all these people walking around talking about they healers. Heal yourself, activate the healer in you. Activate the healer in you. Just go find some sisters to help you activate that, Dr. Dula. All right, number four, remember who you are, be who you are, and walk your truth. That's what y'all said, so we, we gonna do that. Remember who you are. Matter of fact, study who you are. Who are you? Go back to the womb. My minister told us to go back to the womb and, and learn how you got here. And then learn who you are. Because you cannot, you not, cannot define who you're going to be if you don't know who you were and who you are right now. So walk in truth. Number five, call out the misinformed person of our community. These, these people walking around still talking about skin tone. Shut it down. Shut it down. We need to get out of that. These people still walk around trying to trying to empower stereotypes. Shut it down, but do it out of love, though, because when we correct one another, we do it out of love. Number six, focus on character. In 2021, focus on your character and focus on the character of those around you. We need to improve our character because it's bad right now, y'all. Number seven, do your part in influence, 
influence those who are in your inner circle that are in your circumference influence them do something to empower them if people are not positively impacted by your presence then you don't need to be there you don't need to be present number eight just say ashe be and it is and it's gonna happen that's what dr david says he said be and it is just say it it's gonna happen so ashe sisters be and it is and lastly i shout out to y'all be unapologetically you don't apologize for being you be you and don't be afraid to be you find you a circle that are, that encourages you to be you that help nurtures and cultivate you if you can't be in your circle and you got to be a clone find you another circle and those are my challenges for today it was long but these are some good challenges because uh, you won't see us for a little bit because this is the end of the season but when we come back in 2021 it's going to be powerful you know why it's going to be powerful because our listening audience is going to be powerful because our listening audience is going to take these challenges and put them in action until our next season thank you for supporting us in every episode thank you so much for your positive feedback and thank you for those shares 2021 we need more shares y'all keep sharing and keep sharing and keep sharing and what you learn from our podcast is go out and influence that circle that you in until next time peace and blessings thanks for listening to another episode of conversations with the royal impress tune in next week for another enlightening conversation For more information on the Royal Empress, please visit the website royalempress.org. You can also follow the Royal Empress on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Conversations with the Royal Empress is a subsidiary of the Royal Empress Organization. All rights reserved.